1: My name is blood. My name is blood. The evil spirit revealed its name. And now, I just need to know the sin by which I allowed this demon named blood access to this young girl my wife and I were counseling. How did you enter her in the name of Jesus I commanded the spirit to tell me. Well, because Maria had a tato- tattoo, so said the vile spirit. Maria had traveled hundreds and hundreds of miles to meet us for prayer. And she was in dire need of deliverance from hundreds and hundreds of evil spirits that tormented her. It was interesting to note that in this case Maria had a number of spirits that named themselves blood due to the fact that the tattooing of her body involved some bloodletting. An evil spirit took avenge of the spilling of the blood to enter her body. A doorway to the demonic realm, well, to the demonic world is open when a person opens themselves. Self destructive behavior, such as carving, the tattooing of the body, cutting, slicing the body, participation in solitaire blood rituals and thoughts, the attempt thereof of suicide. That's right, bloodletting is a door that leads to demons. In the past few programs that we have conducted on the network, We've been discussing the doorways that lead to demons and how to keep those doors shut. Well, tonight we're going to continue to discuss, to analyze, to dig deep into the doorways that lead to the demonic. Now, bloodletting is just one doorway. There's many other doorways that tonight we're going to discuss on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett. And I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a challenge for Jesus Freaks from The Voice of the Martyrs.
2: The Bible tells how Jesus suffered on his way to the cross. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Another passage describes the scene on Calvary. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. These vivid accounts of Jesus' death are not from the New Testament. They're from Isaiah, written prophetically more than 600 years before Christ was born. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
1: Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with a reminder for all Jesus Freaks from The Voice of the Martyrs.
2: We're aware that many stories of persecution reported by The Voice of the Martyrs are inappropriate for children. For this radio broadcast, we edit some of the more gruesome details. But we're still counting on parents to filter, explain, and give context to the stories of torture and murder. Stories that must be told. We encourage parents to lift up martyrs as heroes. And be ready to explain Christ's words in Matthew chapter 10, verse 39. Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. For kid-friendly resources from VOM to use at home, Sunday school, youth group, or even vacation Bible school, go online to persecution.com.
1: to the demonic world, to the demonic realm is open when a person opens themselves to self-destructive behavior such as carving, the tattooing of the body cutting and slicing, participating in solitary blood rituals and even dwelling on thoughts and attempting thoughts of suicide and the attempt thereof of suicide I mean my friends I can recall dealing with a minister friend of mine A very close minister friend of mine who had a childhood history of destructive behavior. As a young man, he attempted to burn down his parents' home, which incidentally led to his demonization. He attempted suicide a number of times and was prone to periods of bizarre, I'm talking about bizarre behavior, such as breaking things for no apparent reason, going berserk. Well, the reason is because he had demons. During an exorcism with his friend, I discovered he had several evil spirits that had entered his body due to his self-destructive behavior. One was named Tobias. That's the name of the spirit that surfaced, that spoke to me. The other was Lord of Destruction. And they both spoke forcefully through his vocal cords to me. Tobias, why did you enter him, I asked. I entered Alex because he started a fire in his parents' home with the attempt to burn it down. Lord of Destruction, why are you inside of Alex? I'm here because he breaks things and he is violent. My friends, evil spirits will not only instigate the self-destructive behavior, but will also take the advantage of it to enter the one who is bent on destructive behavior. The devil, demons are destructive beings. Jesus describes the devil as one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I hold in my hands, at this very moment, the Holy Scriptures, the sacred Word of God. And Jesus. it's recorded that Jesus, in John chapter 10, tells us the devil is the one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The devil. The devil does these things. The devil compels people to do these things. And his demons are the ones ultimately behind self-destructive patterns and behavior. According to the living word, the Lord Jesus, the devil is the one who energizes a person to shed their own blood in a ritual. Or, sadly... Their baby's blood in the case of women going through the act of abortion. And my wife and I go, we our hearts reach out to those who've been through this horrific, horrific sin of abortion. And God loves you, dear sister. If you've been through an abortion, God loves you. Yes, it's a doorway to demon. I can't. Get around that very fact. It is a major doorway to demons. But God loves you, and God will forgive you completely. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And we have stood there with many, many scores of women over the years who have been through an abortion. We've cast out demons of abortion, demons of murder, and we'll stand with you. But that is an act that by which you can open up a, a door to a demon. Is through the act of abortion. Or perhaps you are listening to this broadcast and you approved of someone having an abortion. You could have opened a door potentially to your own life to a demon. So not only shedding one's blood, but your baby's blood in the case of the act of abortion can open up doors to demons. Ritual piercing, markings of the body in a rage of rebellion. And an act of self-mutilation. These things can open doors to demons. Bloodletting of any sort. Can open obviously doors to demons. Demons enjoy seeing. The shedding of blood. Human blood. Now they abhor. The blood of Jesus obviously. For it's the blood. The sacred holy, sinless, atoning blood of Jesus Christ defeated the devil and his demons. But demons enjoy seeing God's creation shed blood. Jesus upon the cross said, it is finished. There is no reason for you to shed your blood. There are various alternative religions in our world, in our day, that require the shedding of blood. And various kinds of rituals and ceremonies and practices I'm here to tell you you don't need to shed your blood Jesus shed his blood on your behalf he did it for you that's the atonement that's the biblical understanding of the atonement Jesus Christ took your sin he bore the punishment he took the punishment yes you deserve to die and go to hell I deserve to die and go to hell but Jesus Christ bore our sin he bore the punishment he bore judgment so we can be forgiven, so we can have eternal life. If we just trust him and open our hearts to him and just simply say, Jesus, forgive me, cleanse me. I repent, I turn from evil and sin, and I trust you, Jesus. All you have to do is that simple prayer, Jesus, save me. And Jesus, the resurrected Lord, will save you. You don't need to shed your blood. And God's word tells us that we ought to honor God with our bodies. When we ignore this command, we commit the sin of rebellion. It's that simple. Which the scripture tells us is like the sin of witchcraft. So if you cut yourself as an act of rebellion, you are thereby in the same category as a witch. You're committing the sin of witchcraft. Witchcraft is spiritual rebellion. Self-destructive behavior. Is rebellion, And we know if you practice rebellion, you are practicing witchcraft, and you are in the realm of the demonic. For we know demons traffic in the realms of witchcraft. So if you rebel, Scripture tells us it's like the sin of witchcraft. Look it up for yourself. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, the Scripture is quite clear. However, God is quite capable of setting you free. Perhaps you have shed your blood in some kind of demonic range or in an act of rebellion with the hopes of – now, I know why people – many people, not all people, but why many shed their own blood. Because there's inner hurts. There's pain. And oftentimes they're doing it to try to get people to wake up and and, and see that they're in pain. I understand that. And God – understands why you do the things you do, why you slice your body. And God cares, and he loves you. And he did not send his son to condemn the world, but he sent the Lord Jesus Christ to save the world. And how does he save? It's through his love, his grace, his mercy, his goodness, his power. And it's towards you. Just imagine, while you're slicing your body, While you're tattooing your body and shedding blood, while you're participating in blood rituals, while you have engaged in the act of abortion, God cares for you deeply. And his love for you did not change at that moment. While you were participating in that grievous sin, God loved you. That's amazing. And he loves you in the act of rage and rebellion and bloodletting. Yes, bloodletting can lead to demons. The shedding of one's blood or somebody else's blood can bring forth demons and open you to a realm that, trust me, you do not want to open. It will lead to a lifetime of bondage unless you find the miraculous delivering power of Jesus Christ. Many people suffer years and years, a lifetime of demonic bondage. They're never able to get through deliverance. Many don't even realize that there is deliverance. That's why I do this broadcast. That's why this presentation is titled Deliverance. I want people to know around the world that there is deliverance in the power of Jesus Christ. There is deliverance through the blood of Jesus Christ. There is deliverance from the bondage. There is deliverance from the sin. There is deliverance from sickness through the blood of Jesus, through the cross of Jesus Christ. And we are so fortunate to have listeners literally around the world, listening on nearly every continent. And there's people listening to this broadcast. You need to know Jesus and his blood can set you free. And God's quite capable of setting you free from the demons that compel you to self-destructive behaviors and any other form of violence, such as demons of uh, suicide. Demons of harm. There's many people committing self-harm. And these are evil spirits behind all these acts. They're the force behind, the spiritual force behind such heinous, diabolical acts. I want you to simply just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for the sin of rebellion. Set me free from the compulsions to hurt myself. And I command every evil spirit behind these compulsions to leave me now in Christ's name. And just repent of all your violent acts that you've participated in. And command these evil spirits to leave in the holy name of Jesus. And God will set you free. And God will set you free. I'll be back after this brief intermission. <laughs> What's up, this is Michael Tate with the story of a Jesus freak who was ready for the worst. Pastor Lee knew he was being watched by the Chinese Public Security Bureau. He knew the risk of preaching at the house church, as he did every Tuesday. Pastor Lee had been arrested many times and beaten to the point where he vomited blood. Once he was beaten with his own Bible. He also knew Chinese citizens can be sent to labor camps for up to three years without a trial. So he was ready. He even had a bag packed with a blanket and extra clothing. Still, he preached that night without fear. Sure enough, armed officers burst through the doors and arrested him. Lee was ready. Are you?
2: How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.net. What
0: will people when they hear that I'm a Jesus What will people
1: do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with another way you can recognize a Jesus freak. Watch how they act. Now the truth is that Christians aren't perfect. We mess up all the time. That's the sinful nature of man. But an authentic Christian will work hard so that the non-believers don't view us as hypocrites. Peter wrote, be careful how you live among your unbelieving neighbors. Even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behaviors and they will believe and give honor to God When he comes to judge the world That's an excellent reminder Your behavior won't get you into heaven But your behavior will help your neighbor To
0: see
2: and believe For more on the voice of the martyrs Go online to persecution.com
0: Lift your hands up to the Lord Lift your hands up to the Lord Lift your hands up to the Lord Yeah Lift your, Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Come on. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Praise His holy name. Hands up to the Lord. Hands up to the Lord. Hands up to the Lord. And praise His holy name.
1: Self destructive behavior that millions participate in is the use of drugs, the abuse of drugs. It is a well known fact that there is a connection between drugs and the spiritual realm. Recently, I was in Utah, my friends, and I dealt with a spirit named Blasphemy. And I asked the spirit, how did he gain access to this young man? And he said because he participated in LSD when he was 18 years of age. It gave him the right to come into him, into his very body, to inhabit within him, to indwell within him. And he was able to gain access to his soul nature, his mind, his emotions, and his will, and speak lies. And he believed in some of the lies that these demons began to share with him. And for the next 11 years, hellish torment. Hellish torment. Participating in drugs is a self-destructive, it will destroy you. You know, my friends, the writers of Scripture clearly understood that along with drugs is usually the practice of sorcery and demonism. They're closely linked. The writers of Scripture understand where there is drugs, there is usually witchcraft and the magical arts. There is a spiritual connection that takes place when one partakes of some mind-altering substance. The will of the person is usually neutralized. And when a person partakes of some drug, and it is the will of the person that wards off evil, if the will is neutralized, then, then the evil realm, obviously – I mean, it's just it's, – it's it's obvious. If the will is neutralized, then the demons can easily enter within without any trouble. Can easily invade without any fight from the drug user because the drug user, his will or her will has been neutralized because of the mind-altering substance. I have dealt with many dr- – demons of drugs. I've dealt with demons that entered bodies as a result of the victim abusing cocaine, marijuana, acid, and a host of other drugs. I mean, I, I, I can recall dealing with an individual that had, now listen to this, had spent a few years experimenting with illegal drugs and gotten in all kinds of trouble including spiritual trouble as several spirits entered her body as a result of her drug use. And during the exorcism with this lady, my wife and I discovered there was a spirit named Evil that revealed to us that he had gained access to her as a result of her indulging in some drugs. And while on the drugs, she had prayed to Satan. See, people would would do things that would, they would never think of in a million years of doing, like praying to the devil. But when you're under the the, the mind altering substance like cocaine or, or like uh, LSD or like uh, acid. These elements, these substances can cause you, because there's demons involved, you're opening yourself to a supernatural, demonic, mystical realm. Demons are involved, and they can compel you to do things that you would normally never, would never consider doing, like praying to the devil. Well, in this case, in this exorcism, there was a lady that actually, because of her drug abuse, prayed to the devil. and The drugs, op- the drugs literally opened her up to the demonic realm, and the de- devil tempted her to pray to him. I mean, do you see how this works, my friends? It can easily happen. She couldn't resist the temptation as the drugs neutralized her will and the devil stepped in. The spirit also revealed to us that cocaine was a spirit. I mean, demons often like to boast, and this little tidbit provided to be quite interesting. Even the demons understand there is a spiritual connection between drugs and their unseen evil realm. I mean, in another exorcism, there was a demon which named itself pills that entered through the victim's dependency on Xanax. That's right. If you're abusing prescription pills, you can get demons also. Deliverance from drug abuse, the self destructive behavior can be achieved when there is repentance and a forceful command. For the demons behind the drugs to leave in Jesus' name, to leave in Jesus' name. Just simply cry out, Lord Jesus, deliver me from these drugs and from these compulsions, and I command these demons to go, these demons of drugs to go in the authority of Jesus Christ, in the authority of Jesus Christ. Now, my friends, we're going to continue this series on doorways that lead to demons tomorrow night. I would encourage you to tell your friends, your loved ones, those who you know that are struggling with the spiritual realm, to listen in so we can offer some assistance, some spiritual intervention. People are calling in, people are emailing, and people are reaching out. And we're seeing great moves of the Holy Spirit within our midst. I would encourage you, my friends, if you have an opportunity, visit my website, jbartlett.org. I have numerous resources that are available for free to download. And I believe you would be encouraged by reading my nearly 25 volumes on a different variety of subjects. That's jbartlett.org. My friends, like always, I bless you. I bless each and every one of you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.